blade that you're combing, Ben. Oh, Ben Sinderklaas. This is the night before the dawn, before the day of Christmas. <laughs> Your Honor, every one of these letters is addressed to Santa Claus. The post office has delivered them. Oh, I almost forgot. Smile, Sandy! I will not rest for even one instant until I get Ninja Sex Party to be on this podcast. Especially God, after be that would great. Especially after that most recent song and video. <laughs> well, like I almost sent them a message because they were doing that. Uh, uh, they were doing like a a, a thing where like you you t- they were funding for like their big music video they're working on. Oh, yep. Uh, and I was like, I was gonna message them like, you need actors? I'll just come and sh- I'll do it. You don't need to pay me or anything. But it's all animated. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> oh yeah, it's animated. mm Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. Yep. And I was like, oh, are you going to respond? There was a slight delay there. So that means already that. Yeah, we're going to be getting some delays. Yep. That means I'm going to have to do some editing later. But, oh, man, a lot seemed to go on this week, although I'm still behind on other things, too. Like, I still haven't watched any of this season of Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, you need to get on that because this last episode was pretty freaking funny. I know. I'm go- I just There's too much going on right now because of Christmas and everything. Plus, uh, I was, until last night, I was an episode and a half behind on Castle Rock, which I'm also watching, but I finished up the season of Castle Rock, so that's not on my list anymore. Plus, The Mandalorian, which we're going to talk about, plus Watchmen, so. Well, did you, uh, do you want me to tell you what happened this last episode of Rick and Morty, or like, the gist of it? Is this the one where Morty got a dragon? Morty got a dragon. That's what I thought, because I saw some, like, gifs of it on the Rick and Morty um twitter account and there's some really funny stuff um there's also a talking cat that's voiced by matthew broderick oh that's kind of fun oh man it's a weird it's a weird episode it's fun yeah maybe uh, let's see i'm off tomorrow but i got some stuff to i'll figure i will get caught up on it it's a while um uh yeah, it's a, a the whole episode is just ridiculous. It is very sexual in Woo! some ways, and it's just like what what the shit is happening? That's my favorite when things are really sexual in some ways. <laughs> oh shit! Well, um, before we get on to all the good stuff, I'm just gonna get some of the sad news out of the way first, because there were some folks in the geek world that did pass away this past week. Um, one of them, I'm not gonna say too much about, or two of them, I'm not gonna say too much about, because they aren't necessarily in your realm of geekdom. But DC Fontana, who played a uh her real first name was dorothy i believe yes dorothy fontana um she played a large role in helping gene roddenberry shape star trek she was uh one of the writers on that show uh did a lot of collaborating with leonard nimoy on how the character of spock should be um wrote some major episodes so she died this past week since we last recorded as did Rene Aubergenois who was a uh, big actor uh, but most geeks would know him as Odo from Star Trek Deep Space Nine Um, he was also in the film version of MASH and he was uh, the voice of the chef in The Little Mermaid 
Uh, he died this week. And then the big one that passed away this past week that pretty much everybody can relate to is Carol Spinney, who was Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch for almost the entire 50-year run of Sesame Street. Yeah. Yeah. That, he was 85, but it still really was like, oh, no, not Carol Spinney. Yeah, that, that kind of sucked a little bit. I saw that. And I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. now I'm going to be a real grouch. Yeah, he um, he was Big Bird until just a couple years ago when and he actually even did the voice. He was in he was the actual puppeteer a little bit less time than he was the voice because the way Big Bird is operated was very difficult for him to maintain because he had to keep his arm so high above his head. Um, but he was the voice until last year or the year before still. So, um, and I can't remember how long he, I think he did Big Bird maybe a little bit longer than he did Oscar the Grouch. I, the one picture everyone's kind of been posting around is like, is him with like the Oscar Grouch, uh, puppet, like in mid scene Mm -hmm. while still in like half the big big bird suit yep pretty famous picture he's got the big bird legs on but is operating oscar the grouch yep and uh with that there are no more of the original muppeteers left wow as far as i know they are all voiced and operated by new people now so we're into the era where we are old because our Muppet actors are either retired or deceased. <laughs> Very sad. We have reached that plateau of our life. Uh-huh. And the weird thing is I saw a, uh, well, one on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. They had the Sesame Street float. And a couple of the Muppets sounded wrong to me, which was sad. And then they had a commercial with Kermit the Frog and Robin in it. And even Kermit the Frog, I'm like, okay, the guy they've got doing Kermit the Frog now, I sound more like Kermit the Frog. I, well, I can sound more like Kermit the Frog, and I do a bad Kermit the Frog impersonation. (laughs) Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here. You know, it doesn't sound... It doesn't sound, but I was watching that commercial going, oh, why does Kermit sound like that? But Is it the commercials for like the Google Home or whatever? I think so, yeah, because it's him and Robin talking to Statler and Waldorf. Yep, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I guess we better move on to, I d- is there an alarm going off in your place? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay, because the other day at work, I was going by a house that had a uh, smoke detector going off in it. And it went off for so long, I ended up having to call the fire department because I'm like, oh, nobody's home in that house and the smoke detector is going off. That's No, not it's good. ours. <laughs> okay. Uh, it goes off randomly on occasion, just like one beep and then that's it. Oh, well, then it needs a battery. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just checking. Stuff. <laughs> yes. No, um, no one's in danger over here. Just want to make sure no one's gonna like burn up or die of smoke inhalation. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, I I am actively recording this while my place is on fire. You're a living version of the "this is fine" meme. This is fine meme. Yep. <laughs> this is all fine. This is all, all fine. fine, guys. It's... Yep. Uh, so, what should we talk about first? Watchmen or The Mandalorian? You pick. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. All right. Because I just got around to finally watching this week's Mandalorian last night. So much fun. It was a lot of fun, but I'm going to complain the same way. This one really started to feel like, okay, this show is What's the point of spinning. Yeah, what's the point of Baby Yoda now? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, the show is spinning. It's... I'm, it was fun. It was a fun little adventure, but I'm starting to wonder where the plot of the show is. Yeah, I mean, I thought they were going to start doing more with Baby Yoda and, like, the whole reason why everyone's after him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and even like the like last time on the Mandalorian, they even like kept bringing it back. Like it's just like, everyone's just hunting Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not too sure where what's happening because they only have like three episodes left, right? Uh, Two or I believe three. So yep. So they're either it's, this is either just going to be so the last two episodes are either going to be one more filler and then it's going to be plot oh, driven in the only, last episode. Uh, there's actually only two episodes left. Okay, so yeah, so the next episode, so it's either going to be one more filler with uh, part of the plot mm-hmm. and then the last episode, or it's just going to be straight into just whatever the plot is. Because, like, yeah, like we said, like, this show's great. It is fantastic. They do such a great job with it. It's um, really, it looks really good. It's a lot of fun to watch. It's that I'll and I gotta me. say, Bill Burr as a as a wise wisecracking assassin yep. is just funny. That was and really I good. Think, um, and I think the big burly guy was Clancy Brown. The guy with the, ho- uh, the, guy with the horns yeah, that was guy. Clancy Brown. Yeah, that guy. Yes, because the 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 guy with the beard was actually he was in Batman Begins playing Flash, the corrupt yeah. detective. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it was Clancy Brown, the the dude that looked like Satan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was actually there were a, once again a ton more Easter eggs in this episode, like. Uh, the 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 horn dude he is in like one scene in the like there is a shot of him in the cantina in a new hope yep. or one of that species anyway not necessarily one of like that exact character but yeah that there's so much is always going on and it's just like mm-hmm. we talk about it all the time like it's every episode it's great it's awesome but now you they really need to get story driven because yeah like the last episode was sort of story driven a little bit uh, but this one was just way more of a filler uh he's out in space doing things yeah i mean this was for money yeah this was just him doing a job to make money and i'm like okay but this show has an overall plot right like you've just kind of been ignoring the overall plot of the show for the most part for so it's it's hard to say like it's not like i hate the show i just know that it needs to hurry up and do something else <laughs> i do i really did enjoy though the little shenanigans with the droid mm-hmm. uh zero, zero trying to hunt <laughs> zero trying to hunt down baby yoda Oh my god, it did make me laugh when uh, Zero found Baby Yoda and Baby Yoda held up its hand to use yes. the force and Zero just like goes, and you know that the Mandalorian shot him, but Baby Yoda looks at his hand like, what the fuck did I just yes. do that? <laughs> I love it. That was really funny. So, yeah. The Mandalorian still but then, good, but, but then the flip side mm-hmm. with the Watchmen. <laughs> you didn't like this week's Watchmen? No, no. I mean, like in terms of story wise. Oh, okay, yeah. Because this was another one where we were like, they better do some explaining, and they did. <laughs> they did a crap ton of explaining. They did a great job. This uh, for a minute, I thought you didn't have a good time watching it. I was surprised. No, I had a great time watching that. It, it was yeah. so much fun. I was just like, like I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Last week we were like, wait a minute, how is he, Doctor Manhattan? They answered that. We've been wondering what on earth is the deal with everything going on with. Um, Ozymandias, and we found out a lot more about that. <laughs> so they were pretty much the only two portions because this one, again, this was a major, a huge majority of this episode was a uh, flashback. Was a flashback uh, montage involving Doctor Manhattan, how mm-hmm. he met Angela, yep, and their whole relationship. And then that kind of sped into a little bit about like Ozymandias and where he's been at and mm-hmm. where he is. 
And I and then the last like ten fifteen minutes was just like what's happening in the it like in the present. Yep, leading up to the finale. Yeah, um, I thought they did a really interesting job using the fact that Doctor Manhattan exists in all time periods at once as a storytelling. Yeah. Because they never really explored that in... uh, They talked about it a little bit in the book and the movie. But in this one, like, he's literally, like, having a conversation with Angela that is influenced by a conversation he is having in a different year in a different place with Adrian. And at the same time being influenced in a different time and place by a conversation he's having with Angela at another time. I'm like, oh my god. This is complex. Especially the part where they're like, where Doctor Manhattan's like, yeah, ten years from now, uh, like, or uh, seven years from now, you're telling we're having an argument, and then they're like having sex, and it's like, and she's like, what are you? Are you with me at the bar right now? It's like, yeah, I'm talking about this exact moment. It's just like, oh god, it's t- too much. Yeah, we're not having an argument. You don't think we are, but we are. Yes. <laughs> And uh, at the same time, when uh, the other one I liked was when she says, you have a profound lack of imagination, and he laughs, and she goes, you thought that was funny? And he goes, no, it's just that 20 years from now, a friend is telling me that I have a great amount of imagination. And then they cut to that same scene later, and he laughs when Adrian says he has a lot of imagination, and he says something like, 20 years ago, Angela is telling me I have no imagination or 15, you know, whatever it is, yeah. five years ago or whatever. I'm like, wow. Um, so freaking complex. My teeny, tiny little nitpick, and it's nothing against Yahya Abdul-Mateen II as an actor, but it is something against him with a choice he made. I don't think he read Dr. Manhattan flat enough. Like, right. Um, the the guy that I can't think of the actor's name right now. The actor that played Dr. Manhattan in the film did a really good job of playing that character super flat and super detached from everything and I didn't quite and maybe that's because he was also playing the character at a time when he's confused about whether he's Dr. Manhattan or Cal because he can't remember um, a whole chunk of time and everything's confused to him it's yeah I I, I don't know there's I did have a minor complaint near the end where there's like where it's like when they when the uh, the seventh cavalry are as are outside mm-hmm. and it's he's kind of watch and Manhattan's just kind of fucking around <laughs> oh like, yeah well that was a little weird like when he says there's n- it, it, there's it, nothing I can do to stop him like um no you can do everything to stop him literally like he goes up and he disintegrates them all and yet somehow except for one he misses the one guy behind the cannon that teleports him away like even though he already knows that's what's gonna happen i'm just like um what like that's like the one kind of flaw i i found in it it's a it's a bizarre it's one of those things that comes with it's a type of time travel storytelling because he knows everything that's going to happen but he also could change everything that's going to happen he he's basically making every decision based on how he knows it already happened and how the future dictates it's going to happen even though he already it's weird it's a it's a tough concept because just say it's weird yes yeah because he exists in all time at once so it's strange but yeah. I still liked it as a storytelling device in this episode. No, it, no yeah, it's really good. Um, I'm very excited for the finale. Because mm-hmm. uh, now I have, like, especially the way this one ended with, uh, you stayed for after the credits of Watchmen, right? 
that was uh, the after credits scene was Ozymandias in the cell um, with the horseshoe. Yeah, with the horseshoe, because we also found out that um, the gamekeeper is the very first, uh, because Dr. Manhattan created uh, his very own life on, uh, which moon of Saturn, which moon was it again? Oa? I, uh, Europa? Europa, yes. No. Uh, yeah, moon Europa. Of Jupiter. Um, and that's where we don't know why Adrian is there. That's one of the questions we haven't gotten answered. Well, the, the it sort of was answered because Adrian, uh, he was taught when he was talking with Manhattan. Adrian, he mentioned the Adrian's like I've made my own place where all I do have are people that live in servitude, and I got bored with them because all they wanted was to be told what to do. Oh right! Do you want to go there? And and Adrian's like, that sounds like paradise. Yep, yep. Um, but it, we also got an interesting little backstory for Doctor Manhattan that never existed before. That those two people that all the clones are um, were people he knew when he was a child that rescued he and he his saw father. Banging. Yeah, he saw them banging. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, the gamekeeper was one of the very first, and he's just mad that Dr. Manhattan abandoned them. I'm curious, though, like, who put the, like, is it the first the first Crookshanks, like, the first woman who put the horseshoe in the cake? It must have been, although I don't think we know who the first miss crookshanks was not that i know of know it that... has to be someone else's that mm-hmm. right it's got to be one of them and i actually think those characters i could be wrong but there were some like after watchmen comics that i'm not sure are considered canon but um i no, i guess they are because they were part of like uh not before Watchmen, but there there is some like after Watchmen stuff that I can't remember the titles of. But I think those two characters are also in those comics, if I remember correctly. Okay, I think they're Mime and oh, it's it's Ventriloquist and Mime. Yeah, that might be it. Mm-hmm. That's who they are, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. Uh, that's what I'm going to do when I get up tomorrow on my day off is watch the season finale of Watchmen. Yeah, that's tonight along with uh, the next episode of Rick and Morty because I guess Morty gets bitten by a space snake. <laughs> okay. Did you did you not see the, uh, the, the the teaser on Twitter? No, I missed it. Their ship, it. Basically, their ship breaks down in space and Morty's being a little bitch. Of course. Uh, because Rick's, Rick's like, you're going to stay in the ship. I'm going to go fix it. And Morty's like, no, I want to go out and help you fix the ship. And he's like, no, you're you're going to stay in here. But they go out anyway. And Morty's like, there's no one else out here. How, how can this be dangerous? And Rick's just like, everything is out here. And in the middle of their argument, a space snake, like a little snake in a spacesuit, shows up out of nowhere and bites Morty on the leg. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what the hell? <laughs> great morty's been a little bit of a bitch this season <laughs> i think or bastard i should say i don't know i think morty's always been a little bit of a bitch well he's more of a, he's more of, he's definitely more of a uh character this season of of like he's just like always yelling at rick like even oh. more so like in a more like angry kind of context oh okay okay gotcha I that almost bought a oh, man. I was so close to buying a Get Swifty Rick at Hot Topic the other day. Oh, when I was texting you. Yeah, I wanted one of those too. I saw there's so many of the Rick and Morty pops now, and it makes so much sense to have them all because of the Rick and Morty multiverse. Yeah, and oh. it, it's just like I, I told you. Like I almost walked out of there with like three. I couldn't find a third for their buy to get one free. That's I was the gonna problem get that. I always have. I'm like, yeah. oh, there's like, one, and there's another one, and all the rest of these suck. Yeah, because the only ones I wanted was the that that Hot Topic exclusive uh, Krampus one with the kid in the bag. Mm-hmm. And then I saw a Get Swifty Rick, and I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. I don't have a Rick yet. And then they had a couple. They had Wasp Rick. 
Okay. Um, but I was like, I don't really want multiple Ricks. Like, I have no need for a bunch of Ricks. <laughs> sure. Uh, but I was like looking around and I couldn't really find a third one. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll f-, like. I was like, maybe I'll find like there was like a Child's Play one. I was like, ah, maybe, but I'm not really feeling it. And then there's like a specialty like Nightmare Before Christmas, and I really don't want a nightmare before christmas mm-hmm. it was like jack laid out on like the angel tombstone or whatever okay so i was just like eh, screw it i'm not even gonna bother <laughs> yeah. yeah that happens to me depending bit, on how much depending on how much money i have maybe i'll go back and take a look but man i spent way too like i said i spent way too much money on mostly holiday stuff yesterday and then mm-hmm. bought myself a couple of movies yeah, I uh, saw Once you Upon a Time in movies. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was looking. I originally was going for finding the Steel Book of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Of course, no one has it. No. Because it's hard to find. I was like, ah, eh, screw it. I don't really need it. So I just went and got the regular 4K one, as well as I got the Blu ray of Ready or Not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, was that the one I, uh, with the bride, like the hunting yes. that you were telling me about? Yes. Okay. I still need yeah, to. Yeah, that one. Yeah. I was on the fence because It Chapter 2 is out mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of getting that, and I was like, I'll wait, because there's talk of the possibility that they're going to put them out as one movie. Yes, I've, uh, yeah, um, I've heard that as well. I think we talked about yeah, that but, on here. Yeah, and then but Best Buy has a 4K uh, version of both films as a double pack. Nice. But it was like 40 bucks, and I was like, I'm good. I can wait. <laughs> yeah. That's quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was going to wait on that, but I might go back in a couple of weeks and grab just It Chapter 2 on 4K mm-hmm. because I really don't need both of them as one film. Right. But whatever. I, it's not. It's on my list of things to get, but it's not high on the list of things to get. Yeah. Um, it, while we're still on film and stuff, I did watch a couple of other things. Okay. Um, as I told you the other day, I watched the first episode of Harley Quinn on the DC app. Yeah, I am not hearing good. You're not the only person that it is told me not awful. To- Holy shit. Yeah, I've heard really bad Look, things. Basic gist of the first episode is Harley gets thrown in jail mm-hmm. uh, at Arkham uh, and spends a year bitching and complaining how Joker is going to... Uh, Springer, mm-hmm. and she's like, she's like, and everyone in the cell is everyone there is just annoyed with her. Like it's like a kid version of the characters that for like little kids understand, but then they swear and there's a l- bunch of violence and shit. Okay, because like it it makes no sense. Uh, uh, they break, they bust out, and Harley believes that Joker is just he's like Joker is now like doesn't want to be with her anymore mm-hmm. so he like stays with poison ivy and her talking weird rocky uh uh, uh little shop of horror style plant monster yeah uh and then there's like a the weird hall of uh, uh, the legion of doom where bane and scarecrow are like sit telling joe are overhearing rumors and are telling jokers like yeah we hear harley dumped you and joker's like all pissed uh-huh. off about that it's it is mind-blowingly stupid and mm. the clay face is like a dumb actor who just is made of clay mm-hmm. and and like there's a whole scene where like harley quinn breaks into what she thinks is, is doing a bus but it's uh it's penguin's son's bar mitzvah okay <laughs> wow and it's it is it is beyond stupid like i'm like you it's insulting all the characters and not even a fun way like mm. bane is bane is just a mindless it's just like an insecure buffoon hmm. uh kite man is just an idiot well to be fair well, that's yeah. a, you know that's a kite man thing so, yeah. yeah but it's like it's just like there's like sexual innuendo jokes so much violence but there's like no context to it except to like cheat laugh cheap laughs even batman and Commissioner Gordon are like treated as just secondary comedy characters, hmm. and it's bad. Well, that's unfortunate. So yeah, 
need to unload that. <laughs> That's all right. That's unfortunate. But I, yeah, like I said, I have not heard really anything good about it. So I'm not surprised that that's what you think about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do have something this week I think we feel pretty differently about, though. Oh, the South Park? Yeah, South Park. The season finale of South Park. I thought portions of it were funny. Okay. Overall, I thought the whole thing was kind of flat. Okay, then I get maybe we don't feel as differently as I thought we did because I thought maybe two things in the whole episode were funny and the rest I was I, like this is dumb. <laughs> they it's that whole they went back to Tegrity Farm thing which I was like no 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 no. <laughs> mhm. I'll tell you um, what made me laugh really, really hard in the darkest way was everybody getting really drunk and going, okay, let's go driving. And then they yeah, all Yeah, I was laughing so hard at and that. And they all go driving home and just kill so many people as they drive home. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Like little kids playing and like slides it was, goes into the road and it just again, gets knocked it. It was one of those things where I was laughing going, this is terrible. <laughs> exactly. I, I freaking loved it. It was so good. But then, like, by the end of the episode, they're somehow saying cocaine is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Was... Like, like, the only other time I laughed was during the Tegrity Farm bit where, where uh, Randy's outside trying to be like, oh, we can't just throw a bunch of these... We uh, other specials here, and think of it as a holiday, as a Christmas special, and then it starts snowing, and I was like, "Oh dear, guys, you're gonna lace it with cocaine." <laughs> yep, I know. So other uh, than that, yeah, no, it, it 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 this episode felt very bizarre and like not really super like this was definitely not as funny as the one before it or any of the, no, or some of those ones. This was more like the beginning of the season than like the, yeah. End of the season. And there's only one more episode left. No, that was it for the season. Really? Yeah. I thought there was one more. No, that was the last one for the season. God damn it. Yeah, that was it. Was the Christmas special. So, and then they, they well, I guess maybe there was one more thing that made me laugh. Um, oh, when they were running around town trying to find booze. Because they were like, how can we go drive? <laughs> Oh, Why now we, we have, have to... Christmas spirit. Now we have to walk. You have a car, right? Why would I go driving if I can't be drunk? <laughs> yeah. It was like, wow. This is like it like I said it made me laugh, but at the same time everything like... not revolving around Tegrity Farms is funny. Mhm. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's pretty much uh, like uh, the whole bit where Randy goes out in like cocaine uh, campaigns for cocaine to be legal in like a montage. It's like what? Yeah, he's just like he's like no, I got this. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I really kind of watched, I watched bits and pieces of, because I was curious how how it was going, and mm -hmm. it's going as much as I assumed in terms of like story wise and plot devices. Sure. Uh, I watched bits and, bits and pieces of the Infinite Crisis stuff for CW. Oh, yep. Mm -hmm. And man, it's awful. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I assumed that much. <laughs> it is bad. Like, it was cool seeing Kevin Conroy as old Batman, as old Bruce Wayne. Yep. Um, But, God, it's like, even for, like, CW standards, they have drop to a level of quality and i could be wrong maybe because i haven't watched the rest of it but there was one scene where like i think all of the earths are gone mm -hmm. and they're all on a and they're all and everyone is on who's matters quote unquote right uh from all the cw shows are on a spaceship and this one person shows up and it turns out to be a red herring and she's possessed by the by the anti-monitor or whatever and everyone's just standing there like they're like oh my god and they're all just standing there like no, no one's fighting and when they do it's like one person and then that's it Ugh, it's boy. just it's so awful 
Yeah, I kind of figured it wasn't going to go super well in terms of that, but I'm like, oh, but I still kind of just want to see all the characters they've got, so maybe eventually I'll make myself suffer through it. <laughs> I I want I would say save your energy and watch something more meaningful because it's it's like we knew where we were going into when we first started this stuff but like literally it's all like the same kind of plot mm -hmm. choices where it's like everyone's holding secret meetings with around each other Oliver dies Oliver comes back spoiler alerts yep. um uh it's it's really stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you know what? I did suffer through something this week, though. Yeah, you did? Yep. I sat through, for the first time in maybe ten or more years, I sat through all of The Phantom Menace. Well, good for you. Yeah, I know you could... You're a better person than I am. I don't necessarily know if I am. <laughs> I might be worse now. <laughs> Um, look, everybody picks on the prequels that is of a certain age. Obviously, I think there are probably some people a little bit younger than we are that maybe have a little more nostalgia for them. Um, but boy, there's a lot in that movie that's bad. <laughs> yep. Um, however, on the flip side, just from a pure Stories. I mean, the acting is pretty poor. Uh, that that Jake kid that was Anakin, not good. Um, it's one of the weakest Natalie Portman performances I've ever seen. She's not good. Um, Ian McDermott as Palpatine is awesome, but that's because he's Ian McDermott. Uh, Ian McDermott. Um, and. Uh, Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, and Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor is mm -hmm. Obi Wan. Yeah, they're good. Darth Maul um, is really great for like the really brief instance he's in it. Yep, and as bad as I feel for that actor that played Jar Jar, like nobody should have had to get that much shit. It's not his fault the Gungans were that bad, but they really yep. are that bad. <laughs> um, but. From a storytelling perspective, when I was a kid, because this movie did come out when I was a kid, in 1999 that movie was, I think, so I... Yep, it was, I was 99. Yeah, I was 12. So, I did not like any of the politics stuff. Now that I'm this age, all the stuff involving the Senate and how the Empire forms is the most interesting part of the film. <laughs> Like, it's actually good. Like, it's like, oh, it makes sense how this e uh, how this evil empire took over. Now it makes sense how the empire took over the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, much like you, I also watched a Star Wars film. I, mm -hmm. I, I told last week I started with Rogue One because I couldn't do episode one. Yep. Um, and I watched A New Hope. Yep. Uh. And it's been a long time since I watched Star Wars. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping I can get through the other ones before uh, this weekend. Before I get, oh my god, we're gonna be so. The as soon as I have a day, what my first day off, mm -hmm. because I'm working opening night. Ah crap! Uh, of course yeah. you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm working opening night, so I'm hoping this weekend and this coming weekend i'll be able to see the new one but i'm hoping to get through all the other ones before i see it mm -hmm. um but i've been i uh new hope still a great film um yeah yep. forgot how much how uh, maybe it's just because of age or whatever mm -hmm. but going back and seeing how whiny luke is well that's also part of the hero he really is like he's kind of annoying in a new hope but i think that's what makes his hero journey work well it's like one of those it was one of those things where like he's like sees he's like a he's, it's a weird like he's like a like at the very first sight of leia on r2 in the hologram and, like, for a split second, he's like, oh, wow, she's beautiful. And then all of a sudden, like, R2 shuts it off. And he just goes into a tirade 
Say, hey, Perp! I haven't seen a hot woman in years. You bring that back, you yes. fucking trash can. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's just like, wow. I remember back in the day being like that. I was going to whip my dick out to that hologram. <laughs> yeah. Don't know why you gave him a southern accent, but all right. Yeah, I don't know why either. Probably. <laughs> Maybe because he's a dirt farmer in the middle of the desert. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but still, uh, I know when the app first launched, everyone was like making fun of it because they gave Greedo an extra line before he got shot. Oh, McClunky. Uh, McClunky. Yes. (laughs) And I was a little sad because they were the revamped ones Mm -hmm. where like they added the CGI Jabba and whatever, which even on the app even more so looks awful I, that first in that first interaction with jabba mm-hmm. and han yeah is the funniest scene like that's unintentionally there cuz when he steps over his tail and maybe it's just because it's been a long time but they literally like stitched han solo's uh character up and then back down yep it's well you know the why funniest right? thing well, because uh, because at the time because of the age of how they did everything. Well, and... not just that, but um, when that scene was originally shot, they didn't know what Jabba the Hutt was gonna be. Oh yeah, and it was just an actor in a fat fuzzy coat. And at one point, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and at one point, Han walked around that actor, and when they were gonna put that scene back in the movie they were like well he walked around him is he gonna step over his tail or step on his tail and they were like we'll make him step on his tail it's funnier yeah and you're right it looks it's like he just does like a little like a jump it's so weird it's like a weird glitch in a video game Mm -hmm. and like like i I remember watching the originals with the fur guy in the fur coat and then Mm -hmm. like i remember watching it when they were re-released with Jabba and all that stuff, but yeah. I don't know if it was just my 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 memory going. But I was just like, oh oh, this is way more noticeable now. I actually read an article either last night or this morning about J.J. Abrams specifically asking Disney if they they were ever going to put out the untouched versions, and Disney basically told him no. Yeah, they're not gonna. So. Um, Something uh, it might have something to do with some contract signed with George Lucas. I bet there's something in that purchase contract that says they can't, because probably George is picky about stuff like that. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah, I'm hoping maybe today I'll watch Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh. Or maybe I'll just melt down and watch some more of the Clone Wars. Cause. Yep. God, it's so good. Yeah. I. We'll see what I get to. I'm going to at least try to... I've seen the original trilogy. And when I say recently, I mean within the past two or three years rather than within the past couple weeks. But I have seen them recently. So I might just slog through the rest of the prequel trilogy because I'm not as familiar with them. And then watch... um, Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Yeah, that's the thing. I might just skip to Force Awakens and Last Jedi mm-hmm. to at least get those in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. As we're talking about, yeah, that opens in a couple. Uh, by the time this is Thursday. released, in a couple days. Yep. Yeah. Thursday, because this was released and on Tuesday. Man, are they shooting themselves in the foot with their press? What do you mean? Have you? Uh, there's apparently a bunch of stuff going around, uh, of cat. Like I don't know if this is all like doctored stuff or whatever, but there's like even more so than just the fans that are like ranting about how this is ruining Star Wars and stuff. But apparently, there's a lot out, uh, a lot of statements being made by cast and crew that are kind of chastising Last Jedi and how it kind of changed what the. You know all that yes, stuff. Yes, I okay. Now I'm now I remember what you're talking about. Um, 
I've seen John Boyega say some pretty nasty things, and I've seen J.J. Abrams say some pretty... Yeah. And uh, I've also seen that the studio is pretty mad. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they are shooting themselves themselves in the foot with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But whatever. I'm still going to see it. I'm going to have fun. Yep. Um, Yeah. Other than that, I mean... Tis the holiday season, mm-hmm. and I have yet to really get into the holiday seasons. Oh, yep. Like, I've watched maybe three horror Christmas films. Yeah, you you, you watched something last night that I had never even heard of, so... Oh, Jenny introduced me to that movie a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, basic gist is a construct, uh, demolition crew uh, goes to Finland... I think mm-hmm. I think it's Finland, and basically are trying to un unbury the first Santa Claus, which is not a being, uh, which is a being that will uh, kill your child or beat up your child. It's like a weird international, like dark weird. comedy horror. Okay. Yeah, and like, and it's a fine film. It's good. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, but I really hate the kid in it because he's kind mm. of annoying. Um, that's like, uh, um, but yeah, I saw the other day that they're making a sequel to that Kurt Russell Christmas movie, uh, on Netflix. Oh, Christmas, Christmas, the Chronicles. Christmas Chronicles. And it was, I was like, oh, this looks pretty good. Oh, and Goldie Hawn is Mrs. Claus is going to be in it again. That's cool. Oh, and that fucking kid from Deadpool too. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> He's really annoying. He is. Yeah. You know what we haven't talked about yet that also happened this week? The Wonder Woman eighty four trailer. I was gonna ask about. I'm like, was that this week or was this mm-hmm. was it this past weekend or the nope. weekend before? I couldn't remember. That was, that was this past. Yep. That was since the last time we recorded. Yeah. It looks so good. I cannot wait. Yeah. It's. Oh, I'm so stoked. Um, we've talked about I, I I know I mentioned it to you and I know I mentioned mm-hmm. it on Twitter and stuff. It seems like it's gonna bounce between different time periods. A little, I think it's still mostly gonna be set in the '80s, but I think we're gonna see a little bit more of maybe some things Diana learned on Themyscira. Yeah, and then Steve is somehow alive. I feel like you have an interesting theory. I don't necessarily. I feel like somehow Maxwell Lord is involved in that because that's who the businessman you see is. Yeah. And in the comics, he gets up to some pretty shady stuff involving technology. Like he ran the OMAC project, which is a terrible book. Oh, yeah. But, um,. Uh, that's actually the one where Wonder Woman kills him, if I remember correctly, is the OMAC. Pro- well, there, and but. then we get to see uh, Kristen Wiig as at least the beginning of Cheetah. Pre-Cheetah, yep. Yeah. Everyone's kind of angry. It's like, well, why isn't she Cheetah? I'm like, oh my God, guys. Because it's, it's the very first trailer and the movie is still something like six months away. <laughs> Gotta save something uh. for the movie, dipshits. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that first trailer was really good. I kind of liked the like how they used a new order. Oh yeah, that little cover uh, of um, I Blue, Blue Monday. Monday, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good. I like the color palette. Like I like how Wonder Woman has a, a brighter costume now. Uh, looks just very eighties kind of. Like, uh, since 80s was, like, the neon deck. I mean, her costume's not neon, but it's brighter. And then the um, the angel, the the winged suit from... I, that's from Kingdom Come, Golden right? Eagle from, uh, yeah, Kingdom Come and a, a couple yeah. other comics I think that's been in as well. But it's most famously Kingdom Come. I'm just... There was one person... And this is the comments... I, I, I always hate these comments. Because mm-hmm. at this point in time, I don't think... One... Uh, one that's considered this a teaser trail. I'm like, that's not a teaser trail. That's a straight up trailer. Yeah, I um, don't know what the difference is anymore. Yeah, and then all the complaints are like they gave too much away. I feel like I just watched the whole movie. 
Yeah. What? Someone, one person commented on my on my Facebook was just like, "Oh, it's too bad. It looks like I just watched the entire movie, so there's no real uh, reason to watch it." I'm just like, "Wait, what?" That's. I have so many questions. That's not even close to true. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. People are weird. People are weird. I don't like. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to this very much. Um, there was a couple other trailers that came out for things. I can't remember exactly what. The one that I'm kind of excited for, and you might not be. Um, okay. But there's a they're redoing the Grudge. Oh yeah, I never saw the first one. The first one's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like I think if I remember correctly, it was like of the PG thirteen era. Yep. Uh, kind of stuff, and this one's Sam Raimi, and it's a hard R. Hmm. So I'm like. Sold. All right. Sam Raimi's doing it. I'm down. I haven't seen the trailer, but if the trailer looks good, I may check it out. It's a pretty good trailer. I actually kind of like it. Um, hmm. As we're speaking uh, out now, I don't, I'm on the fence if I want to go see it, but they re- the remake of Black Christmas. Oh, yep. Uh, that is out right now, right? That is hmm. now. It's been getting mixed reviews. Uh, from what I understand... It seems a lot of men are angry at it. <gasps> no way! <laughs> I know. Shocker. I don't believe you. Men angry no, at something? No, it's okay. Yeah. It's a lot of men are angry at it, but a lot of women are really enjoying it. Um, which Good! I'm like, I still want to see it. I really want to see this at some point. Yeah. I'm just lazy. I'm guessing men hate it because women do stuff. Well, that as well as uh, they really hate the fact that it's a PG-13 horror film. Oh, jeez. I know. You know what? There are some pretty good PG-13 horror movies. Shut up. The there Conjuring really are. is yeah, PG-13. Exactly. You know? Or, or, wait. That, that's what I was going to talk about. Um, did you see that they announced the third Conjuring? Yes, but I can't remember what the title is. Hang on. It's a... Uh, Till death, uh, hang on. I, I had it and I, I had it. Hang on. I just thought of one other thing we haven't talked about yet either. So Conjuring once we talk about three, yeah, uh, it's and it's James Wan is gonna not do this one though, right? I don't think this is James Wan. Yeah, it's Michael Ch- Chavez. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, I think devil the devil made, made me, do, me it. do it. Yeah, that's yeah. a hell of a title. Okay. I'm, I was like, yes, I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, Is The Conjuring PG-13 or R? I can't remember now. I feel like it's PG-13. I think it's PG-13. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited. I like those first two Conjuring movies a whole lot. So. Yeah, the, the side movies suck, but... Mm-hmm. Hopefully the vote. new director can do as good of a job at it as James Wan. Yeah, I'm down. I'm, like, I'm very stoked for it. And speaking of spookiness, the other thing we did not talk about yet, I don't even think in private, was the trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife. We Yeah, we haven't talked about that, actually. No. What'd you think? I'm, I'm stoked. I think it, um, yeah. it looks promising. I, I will not a... say, yeah, I will not say I'm like extremely excited, mm-hmm. but I am stoked to check out because of already knowing who's in the film itself it does look promising uh i saw a lot of folks complaining oh where are the jokes i'm like oh my god give it a minute maybe the next trailer will have jokes in it like this is just trying this is a trailer trying to show you like the setting of this movie and the fact that we apparently Egon finally got laid because the main girl is apparently his granddaughter. It seems like, I guess, uh, well, the reason I think that is because there was one shot where it is, uh, panning over number one. She wears the, the glasses, which I think might be a nod to that character. But there's also a shot when she's in like that basement under the barn where um, they pan over. It doesn't necessarily mean it was Egon, but um, 
pan over like a collection of what looks to be what Egon said he collected in the first movie, which is spores, molds, and fungus. Yeah. Um, Paul Rudd, of course, is in the trailer. Yes. Did you see? <laughs> did you see the meme going around? Oh, this made me laugh. So it's one of uh, the shots of Paul Rudd from the trailer, and he looks very serious, and he's holding the ghost trap, and somebody wrote. Um, did anyone else find it shocking that Paul Rudd said this in the Ghostbusters trailer and then wrote the caption, the female Ghostbusters are in hell. Only men can be Ghostbusters. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously obviously taking a jab at the people who didn't think girls could be Ghostbusters in the... (laughs) Well, that's what I was gonna say earlier when you when when you said like a lot of people complained that there were no jokes in that first trailer. Mm-hmm. Wasn't this one of the first complaints in the in the from the last one when the first trailer came out was there were too many jokes? I think so. Besides the fact that it was women, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh. the female Ghostbusters are in hell now. Only men can be Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh. oh shit! But yeah. The, this looks like, you know, it looks like it might be an uh, interesting premise where apparently something very supernatural is going to happen to this little town. So, yeah. I'm 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 excited. Uh, it's cool seeing Finn Wolfhard in it as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's for a teaser. Like, that is what I would consider a teaser trailer. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, Not very much info in it at all. Yeah. But whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So hopefully that turns out all right. And I look forward to seeing more about it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Anything else good this week? Um... Because... Not really. I mean, now we're kind of at the point of... It's the hol- of the holiday season mm-hmm. um, of just... Things are slowing down for the year. S- slowing down for the year as well as for us individually getting busy yep. for work-wise. Yep. Sure. And uh, um, yeah. I know that uh, probably... Well, of course, there's only tonight's episode of Watchmen and everything. So maybe next week we can do some kind of... Because our next episode, if we get it done, would be actually coming out on Christmas Eve. I don't know how many people will download a podcast on Christmas Eve, but maybe we could put out some kind of Christmas special. Of some sort. Our own Christmas special? Uh-huh. Well, hopefully we don't take all our other specials and put them together, because that's not integrity. That's not integrity. Nobody liked the Halloween special. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. That's not integrity. Why did they oh, show up God. and he had, like, a beard? The whole thing was weird. <laughs> I thought they were going to go a more Santa route with that. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was going to be, like, they were going to do, like, a Grinch knockoff kind of deal right but it didn't go that way and i was like oh never mind then. well they went that way with actual santa going around stealing all the weed yeah because he didn't want people driving under the influence for yeah also there was really no reason to have santa in this episode and then jesus shows up at the end and, and they all snort and cocaine. they all snort cocaine to get it was super weird <laughs> oh man so yeah i i think that's just about it for this week oh well no we will have something to talk about next week if you do get the chance star wars star wars so that will also be part of our christmas special (laughs) star wars well i know i'll be able to see star wars it'll just be dependent on time when we podcast and time and stuff yeah all right well we'll we'll figure that all out yeah later everybody Later. 
The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. If you would like to make a donation to the podcast you can do so at patreon.com slash 2bg pod that also really helps us out find atomic geekdom online at atomicgeekdom.com and on twitter at atomic geekdom thanks it's ebenezer scrooge oh. looking older and more wicked than ever i knew he wouldn't disappoint us <laughs> <laughs> Humbug. Now we're a Christmas!